maybe that's why Hulk was always angry, that maybe he was small. Could be. That could be a problem, too. I don't know. Maybe he's not correct anatomically. I don't know. Uh, why are we talking about a Hulk's penis? Well, this, I, this episode <laughs> went off the rails real fast. Well, that's why I know where Scar came from. Welcome to the What's Everybody podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-host, Matson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. <laughs> we, maybe not. We, we appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and hit that follow, like, subscribe, bell notification. Hit all those buttons. We appreciate it. Tell a friend about us. We appreciate that, too. Uh, we will always take any help we can to grow the podcast. So... Um, with that, we're here to talk about, thank God, the season finale of She-Hulk, season one, episode Huzzah! Nine. So glad I don't have to watch any more of this. Uh, they were talking a lot about a season two, JJ. I fucking know, and I am not happy about it. Because you know they're going to do it, and I'm just like, son of a bitch. I, <laughs> it's, it, here's my, mm, here's the thing that makes me mad. There was an early on episode, episode three, I think. And then there was last week's and this week's. Despite the fucking weird shit that happened this week, I didn't hate all of this week's episode. La- I, can, I can agree with that. Last week's episode, I enjoyed. Week three, I enjoyed. The reason that pisses me off is I've got six episodes that were fucking garbage and a waste of time. And I keep saying this with all the shit that we're watching. You did not earn the ending to this fucking se- this season. It, if you had done this right, what happens with her jumping out of the Disney Plus freaking panel, I would have la- like I would have loved it's that. comedy gold under the right circumstances. If you had done the rest of the season right to get us there. But you didn't. And Alec and I, when we talked about the last week's episode, we talked about the fact that Charlie Cox is gold with this, right? Like, his entrance into it, their their chemistry, the playing off of each other, it was fantastic. If you'd have introduced him earlier, if you'd have moved this forward faster, if you'd have had even more Emil Blonsky, if you had even more Wong, and you, if you had just played it as a, as a, a serial for... Like a law comedy. If you had just done that, like where you have a different episode, a different client every episode, and you have these characters that add value to it, this would have been a great show. And and the payoff would have been fabulous. Like the whole changing the ending to her own show with this robot named Kevin hinting at <laughs> Kevin Feige being a... Ro- like, I fucking loved it. Like, it was beautiful. But it was wasted because the whole time in the back of my head, I was going... This could have been the perfect ending to a fantastic show, but you fucked up so much of this show that it does. I, I'm not. I I can't buy into this right now because of it. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of waste too. Because now we figure out the Neil Blotsky storyline was stupid, useless, not worth being there. Um, the Todd Phelps storyline is being the bad guy and the owner of this website. Doesn't need to be there. Completely useless. That's a run-up storyline. 
then you've got you know it's almost like every single storyline they've used and then oh we're gonna throw in uh charlie cox as daredevil <laughs> in the very little bit of end and great episode and then the le- this last episode it was oh we want more charlie cox so we're gonna bring him back yeah and it was like <sighs> no now it's just fan service um type of a thing yep. and it wasn't like you said it wasn't earned they didn't do any of the legwork yeah to make me buy into it um and so i and i didn't i mean i knew i was gonna not enjoy this episode as soon as i saw what the title was which sure. it was like whose show this is so yeah. it's like oh great here we go yeah i thought and the same it just, thing it was just like they it all, it's almost like they had three different writers that just passed around the script mad lib style um and then yeah. they like okay here we go film it um, and it was um hot pile of trash yeah JJ, i think you bring up a good point though that the more i think about this the from the the guy that makes the superhero costumes to Daredevil, all that, what you kind of said, they have the makings of a lot of characters that are, can be good, like comedy revolving doors, and then insert Leapfrog could have been an episode, a dumb idiot, like, I mean, thoroughly entertained by it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that was funny. And the more I think about that, like, if they'd said it in this way, and this wasn't supposed to be some grand build-up to a bad guy or a purpose so much as just to be funny, do that, I think it probably would have worked quite well and the more that i think about that it's almost like why didn't they see the vision of that because that's really what they've kind of set up because there's so much fluff in between and then there's moments that matter and that's what a lot of comedies have like seinfeld and friends and the office and things there's a bunch of nothing until there's there's enough of some things that let you continue through the nothing and enjoy it and that's really what i think she hulk's been about but they maybe they found their way now but me as a watcher like i can already think of season two i'm like it's going to be more of the same and there's just a lot of fatigue there for me yeah i as i was as, as we've been sitting here talking i thought about have all of these little minor villains that we've seen even the ones that were at blonsky's retreat when on the retreat episode like how much funnier would this show have been if we have the opening episode where she loses her job, she becomes the she, even the first two episodes, but I think you take the opening episode and then she becomes the She-Hulk lawyer in the next one. And I think what would have, how would funny would have been if, so she has man bull, she has <laughs> the, she could have ended up having to defend all of the wrecking crew or just the one guy that was up there. But each one of these, instead of them just randomly being part of an episode, she has to defend each one of these. When she gets them off of the crime or does a plea deal, she sends them to Blonsky's fucking retreat as part of their recuperation. Yeah, their rehabilitation. Like, here's here's your parole. You got to go up to Blonsky's anger management or whatever. It's working for him, whatever it is. Then you can even have the episode six or whatever where she goes up there becomes friends with all of her clients which then brings in the compound where they have the end and you could have had there was so much potential for this show and it being funny and and having these moments but they just had like you said it was like mad libs like they just random shit that didn't matter and i was like so by the time I, I was so exhausted like with the man says so fatigued with the i just my expectations were so low 
by the time we get to episode nine, I don't even want to watch it. Like, I'm just like, uh, I did. Uh. And then, like I said, I'm watching episode nine and all I can think about is how good it would have been if the rest of the show had been as good or even had been a good lead up as opposed to just it felt like another random episode. And how do you? Yeah, yeah it just how do you? I don't know. How do you explain that? Like, <laughs> well, and if she had the ability to change her storyline the entire time, why just uh, you know go back until when Blonsky and everything goes down this you know kind of fight where she's suing everybody in court? Go back a little bit further. Yeah, you can change your storyline. Um, go back to before your life was messed up because that was her big complaint. Yeah, like how come the show is about when my life got messed up? Yeah. So yeah, it's too bad. I, I mean, yeah, I was just tired by the end of it. I'm like, oh, who cares? You gotta give some props to Marvel for being able to make fun of themselves. And I, in the back of my head, I was like, Javier would have appreciated some of this because they call it all the things that he hates about Marvel. Yeah. Well, and that's in the moment when she's talking to Kevin and he's going through all this and he gets all offended by like <laughs> when she talks about it's the same story. It's like, who told you that? Like, I was in. I thought that was genius, like to make because I love it when a show can make fun of itself in that way. But like I said, in a vacuum, it was a great moment. In a vacuum, it was a great episode. But as a whole, it was make this show six, seven episodes, and then make it an actual like law courtroom drama and be done with it, or courtroom comedy that actually focuses on some of the courtroom piece. Because the, the crazy, the funny part about, one of the funnier parts about She-Hulk in the comic is that she actually is a lawyer and she's very competent and people want her to, def- be, for many reasons, right? One of them, she's She-Hulk. Two of them, she's a, but the second, she's a great lawyer. So, but we don't get to see that. Like, I don't trust, I wouldn't hire her. She's a terrible lawyer for yeah. that. No. Based off what we've seen her as a lawyer, she's terrible, which for me it doesn't do the character. She won an award. Yeah. Based on what? Like, that's what I'm like. And technically it was a terrible award because it was like 15 of them that won it. So it's just like, I, and I guess that's my thing is I'm like, how did we, how did we get here to where the, the things that were most important about this character was her dating life and being trolled. I'm like, I make it about her being a lawyer and a superhero, and then add in the fact that she just happens to be getting trolled on top of it. Yeah, it just, there was so much, and it feels to me like it was low hanging fruit. So you just, you overcomplicated your way into a bad show. You tried to be too fucking clever. Yeah. I could see that. I agree. With that. Uh, JJ, can you tell me about um, the Hulk son? I didn't know that. Yeah, talk to me about that. Yeah, Scar. Uh, Scar is a complicated character. CGI was bad on Scar as well. Wow, well, yeah. didn't you hear Kevin? The budget was up, and this was after <laughs> yeah. Kevin talked about the budget being up. <laughs> that actually, see, that just would have been funny though. If, like, if Scar came really bad at CGI, I'd be like, "Dang, mm-hmm. yeah, okay." They they leaned into that joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scar is a weird. Scar is an interesting character. He is Hulk's son to a character called uh, Kyra. She was that he when he was on 
Sakar, the planet. Um, Is that the one where he was stuck for a while? Yeah, it's the one from from Ragnarok, where he so he, bo- he boned a chick. Yeah, he he uh, like a chick could take a Hulk sized dick. <laughs> I mean, sure, I. <laughs> That's a lot of dick. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, her name. You haven't seen the size of this chick, though. Yeah, I was gonna say her name's Why not? Kyra the Old Strong is her name. All right, I'm pulling on Kyra the Old. Ky- it's you're not gonna be able to spell it. It's C A C A I E R A. Old Strong. Yeah, Google, correct me. There we go. Correct. And and she's I'm looking at images. Normal ish size, but skinny. Well, yeah. Yeah, except this one where she's like, she looks like she's squatting like 2,000 pounds, but I feel like the Hulk would have filled her whole inside. Well, she comes from a race called the Old Power. um, And so she tamed that D. She weighed, looking at her though, she's seven foot tall and she weighs almost 300 pounds, dude. So she's not small. When no. you, you when you start talking about comparing, I mean, but Hulk's size is not small. Well, sure. I mean, so I'm saying I'm just talking about physics here. I guess it just depends on how you look at it. Most size maybe it matters to the old power. Maybe I, maybe that's why Hulk <laughs> was always angry that maybe he was small. Could be that could be a problem too. I don't know. Maybe he's not correct anatomically. I don't know. Uh, why are we talking about Hulk's penis? Well, this, this episode went off the rails real fast. Yeah. Well, I just want to know where Scar came from. Yeah, he well had, matched he had, with uh, <laughs> Mama and a Dada. <laughs> oh, Did he know that he impregnated her? Probably not. That's why the Sakarians came to pick him up in episode one. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't aware. So he was born. He's behind on his child support. Wow, that's a bad dad right there. So they and they they're kind of differently. So like, they don't. She doesn't give birth like a normal. Like he he's birthed for. He comes from a cocoon. Um, and when he comes out of it, when he's birthed from the cocoon, he's like, he's already. A preteen. A butterfly. Yeah, exactly. He's already they mature. He matures really rapidly. That's part of the old power thing. Um, so he's only like two or three years old. So looking at him now, I would assume that he's a few years old because he he's very young. He's a full grown adult very quickly, like after barely after a year. So, but he's kind of in and out. Like he's got he at some point wants to kill the Hulk. Because he's a shit dad. <laughs> um, he's, he's also a, he a big. A dad. He's also a big Fantastic Four here and there anti-hero. Like so, he fights the Fantastic Four on occasion. Um, so well, and on Sakar, the Hulk was a dick. Like they call it war. They, I mean, it's through it's, it's Planet Hulk for a while. Like I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's not. He's not a nice Hulk there, because he, he just gets to give in to his Hulk side and kick everybody's ass. Um, so eventually, like he, well, basically when he finally runs into his dad, uh, Red Hulk is taking away Banner's ability to change. So it, it kind of a one-sided fight. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of loses its uh, appeal. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, he's a weird character. I I was kind of shocked that they brought him. I thought you'd see a Red Hulk before you see Scar. I I thought that was a very 
strange addition to the MCU, but well, I won't be watching season two, so <laughs> Uh, I don't know that I will be either, but Charles may fix that for you. <laughs> now that he's no, he can't request a TV show. <laughs> Charles, you can request a TV we, show. We never, we never, dude. Yeah, we'll see how I'll that I'll quit, <laughs> Charles. <laughs> take my place. He'll uh, quit over this, but not over Pink Flamingo. <laughs> Oh, I already quit over that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good God. That's funny. <clears throat> so we got to see Juan again. Yeah. I will say something that dragged with me in this show over the course of it was all of the, like, fourth wall breaks. This this episode? Well, in the or show the, in the general. Show. Yeah. I mean, I like a good fourth wall break here and there. But if that's kind of like your main, you know, go-to comedy really get something else yeah um and it's like you know he's talking to when Juan comes to pick up Blonsky and he's like oh what were you in another show and Juan's like yeah I was like what yeah <laughs> like there, like some self-awareness is good too much self-awareness ruins the story that you're trying to tell yeah the whole meta the level of meta-ness that we had in this episode especially yeah. Was a little heavy handed. I mean I like I said, I loved the moment for She Hulk when she runs and goes into Kevin. Like that shit was funny. But yeah, the Wong thing I was like, Oh my god, really? Like jeez. But yeah, I mean I it seems like Emil Blonsky's gonna go live at Comartage. I mean, but they're setting up the um the movie that, that I can't think of the name of now that has like the villain group. It's like the, um, why can I not think of it? Son of a bitch. They've been building toward it in a lot of the shows and a couple Secret of the wars. No, it's, uh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Uh, yeah. Thunderbolt Ross. So Thaddeus Ross in they're talking about. So that's, uh, William Hurt played the general that, was against the Hulk, and that's Ross, General Thaddeus Ross, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, and he puts together a team of villains, basically, or anti-heroes that become like, it's almost like the Suicide Squad for Marvel, just without the bombs in their head, like, <laughs> they, they just, it's, hmm. they work with it, so it's got Red Hulk, and they've announced the cast for it, and, and he, Abomination's always been part of that team, so... They're just there's and they've been setting it up throughout the show, the different shows. So we have uh, not Captain America, but the the American soldier or whatever, the one that the new Captain America that gets uh, that kills somebody. And anyway, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so it's. But it's, yeah, so they've got all these shows in the most recent movies have them. So you, the Winter Soldier's there. The the new Captain America is not Captain America anymore. The chick from Ant-Man that was in the the other dimension that comes back all messed up. And she was the villain of, like, the second Ant-Man movie. Uh, but I can't think of her name either because my brain's just not working right now. But then you've got uh, the villain from... The Black Widow movie, 
that was the chick with the shield and why can I not think of these characters' names? Oh my god. Um, Wasn't Taskmaster? Like Taskmaster? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you've got Taskmaster. They're bringing Red Guardian back from uh, Black <laughs> Widow, which I love that because David Harbour's the shit. Ghost is the one from Ant Man and the Wasp, and then Yelena Belova. So the new Black Widow or Black Widow's sister, Winter Soldier's on the team, and then U.S. Agent, which is John Walker, who was the guy from. He became the new Captain America, and then got so that's the officially announced team. And I'm sure that somewhere along the line, because of the fact that in the comics he was part of that group, Abomination will be somewhere in there. But um, I did, I will say that I did laugh at like Abomination giving a motivational speech to a bunch <laughs> of fucking internet trolls. Like, I thought that shit was pretty great. Um, but other than that, like the whole. It's just it was just a bad series. It was just it was just bad writing, and I think that's why the fourth wall breaks didn't work. There was very few that worked. I will say that the whole there was the line in this one where she talked about smashing fucking Daredevil, fucking lost my shit. That was so funny. Like there there was some good ones in this episode. The writing for this episode was really good. I just wish it had been better for the whole series. Such a bad taste in my mouth from the very too beginning. little, too late. Yeah. Yeah, when only three of your nine episodes are are good, there was a and that's being generous. That's like the whole yeah. dad <laughs> issues. Too little, too late with yeah. Scar. Too Telling little, you. too late. Telling you. Um. Yeah. I thank God it's over. Thank God it's over. No more She-Hulk, for the time being, anyway. <laughs> Till season deuce, and that's probably what it'll be is a giant deuce. Look, I'll yeah. be retired then. <laughs> Matt will have joined the re- ranks of the retired. What's our verdict, podcasters? Um, all right. Alec, it's your turn, buddy. Tell everybody where they can find us. Absolutely. Well, guys, that is the official wrap for She-Hulk Season 1. Do you think we should review Season 2 when it comes out? Let us know in the comments. We probably won't, but try to change our minds. Have a little fun with it. If you would like to view our episodes instead of just listening, check us out on YouTube and subscribe to the channel to get all of our releases, which currently we're releasing about five days a week. So a lot of content there for you guys to enjoy. Uh, If you go back and listen to all the She-Hulk episodes, you can actually see the life draining from JJ's eyes. So be sure to go check those out there. Uh, Leave us a like and a comment. Let us know that you enjoy what we are doing and the content that we're putting out. Uh, You can also find us wherever podcasts can be found, uh, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Ghana. And if you want to more directly support the pod, you can find us on Patreon, where every dollar spent goes to making sure that JJ gets a respectable nursing home to live out the twilight years of his life in. I'm getting close. Uh, special thanks to our current patron, JJ Screaming Goats. You rock my socks off. And as always, did our She-Hulk verdict line up with yours? Let us know in the comments or by contacting us directly at hostatwhatsourverdict.com. Love it. Thanks, buddy. It's going to be, hopefully it'll be a, a high quality home because... <laughs> Lord knows I'm going to need some help. Uh, As always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinematic out.